Ryan, you got this. It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian motocross race review featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Gold with your host, Ken Ken. Woo! Yeah! Keep going, no! So, Galdi, uh, maybe you can explain to the people who didn't get a chance to watch and are listening to the podcast uh, just kind of how the format was and uh, how the how they had it set up, because it was a little confusing to me. I missed the first little bit uh, of the broadcast, so I was trying to figure out as things were going. So just kind of explain how the, the 250, 450, Super Final, all that kind of stuff worked. Well, much like the Sony lighting system, it, it was a bit dark on information. <laughs> I'll start it <laughs> off by that. But um, it was kind of confusing going in. There wasn't really – I know the Triple Crown, they have a social media presence and they send in an email. I just feel like a lot of times the, the information doesn't get out where it needs to. So there's a lot of misconception or misconfusion or, or just, sorry, confusion of what's happening um and then once he got there and unfortunately for me well i guess fortunate and unfortunate i was running a race of my own so i didn't get to go there on the friday night when they had a little open practice for everybody under the lights and then um i wasn't able to do the majority of saturday practice as well because i was running my own event. so i didn't get there until about 6 45 i guess maybe 6 6 40 and i got over there i was added and i'm this and that and then i started talking to the riders and i'm like okay so what's the scoop and what's going on and then and finally got the gist of it so they ran a 250, a 450 main, like regular. Anybody that was on a 250 could ride both mains. A 450 could only ride the 450. And then the super final was a combination of the six best riders from each. Now, this would be a cool idea if there was, you know, 15 250 guys and 15 450 guys, or even 10 and 10, or even 6 and 6. Yeah. <laughs> there, there wasn't that. There was basically the same guys in the majority of the mains. So... The super final kind of got flung together at the end of it because um, there was not quite enough guys, and then guys that actually weren't able or weren't actually qualified in it got into it because of Tommy Delaire got crashed out and Tyler Gibbs crashed out. So that put Tyler Suchuk and Donald Turner in on the front row with the other guys, the top ten guys that were legitimate in there. So the the concept of it was cool. Um, again, though, our, our indoor series just does not draw the attention as far as the racer and rider. Yeah, I mean, obviously, guys from BC or Alberta are going to come and stuff like that. But, you know, Daniel Elmore stuck around. He was around there riding. Um, and uh, so that was kind of cool. Cole Thompson came back. So that was, I mean, that was a given. This is his bread and butter. But, yeah, the, the, the 250 main, 450 main, and then the super final. And the 250, 450 was a combination of basically all the best guys. But it was basically everybody that was there that wasn't injured in the the two main events kind of thing to to make it as simple as possible for people just tuning in <laughs> okay so that the uh 250 pro i guess they called it uh it was actually a pretty good moto thompson uh and mitchell harrison kind of the class of the field uh which was kind of to be expected two guys with the by far the most uh ama supercross experience um noof what did you think oh you missed the first one didn't you did you get a chance yeah, to rewatch the highlights? I okay. mean, but I'll give you my two cents on it. Obviously, sure. I think it was it was pretty good because the two dudes tied at the end. It was like a crazy finish type thing. Um, uh, Thompson comes in and they make contact in the last corner, and 
and they went off the track. Baldy can go off it a little bit more, but Baldy told me that it was like literally exact tie of the race, right? It was on the trackside screen. If you're if you're watching live timing on that thing that you can watch like on the internet side of it, not the actual system that we use for our races, it was zero 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 zero. <laughs> and uh, we we're just like both me and Kyle like whoa 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 and then we break for commercial I pull the headset off I'm like hey go, we got to go into the system it'll show us a different time and the only reason I figured that out instantly was because of the Jalik Swole and Jet Lawrence thing yep. back at Loretta Lynn's like three years ago or whatever it was and they had to do the exact same thing so when it came down to it the the time was zero 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 nine seven for Thompson and zero nine three um, Harrison, wow. yeah. like it was like uh, it was unbelievable. Um, and again, for, before we're tuning in, obviously for, uh, this was located at you know Gopher Dunes. They rebuilt it from scratch again, like last year, and all that stuff. The one sort of Supercross round uh, we didn't kind of hit off on that on the top. I should have talked about that as what the format was and everything. But and then yeah, I, I, I gotta say it's almost like, and of course we, I've I've we've bared no bones. I've never really had any. Um, you know, shared any goods, bads, or anything on Cole. Uh, we've said bad things at the beginning of the year in the show, and stuff like that. Not bad things, but negative things. Will you put this guy on the track? Something's gonna happen. Yeah. It's like it's like Justin Barsha. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, I mean, watching him ride is unbelievable. He is so good at this stuff. But then that whole race, it's pretty quiet. Harrison's got you know a second and a half, two seconds. It went when it was actually up almost to five seconds. Then. Cole chipped it down and then it went around again. It looked like nothing was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, the last two laps, he clicks it off. And then the three last inside turns, he dive bombs, doesn't get him. Dive bombs, doesn't get him. And then the last one, it's the full straight across, almost like the Fasciati Thompson incident back in Quebec City. And boom, it's it literally is right in, it's like 10 feet in front of the trailer, score trailer, where we are. Mm. So we see it, we see it like right away. It just, it just like blows up me and Kyle. It was like, whoa, kind of losing our minds. Because <laughs> the other thing, so for the TV show, we called it fully blind. Okay, so there's, a, it's called the return. We get a return signal back to the, t- to, back to our TV screen so we can watch it. Well, something was hooked up wrong. It was like watching scrambled porn when you used to have that on cable <laughs> as a kid in the 90s like you couldn't figure out anything that was going on i didn't have a clue what rider was. i was going i could see like colors of gear like thompson had that little flash of green and harrison had a little bit of color and i could see quinn amulet's helmet and weston rosina had this little bit of red and so i could piece them together but it was a full ghost race so we just that last turn we just watched it like we yeah. actually didn't call it on the actual tv screen we just watched it happen you know what was a little weird, and, and Ken, I know you watched the, the last <laughs> like I did. Excuse me. Um, it's a bit del- like and this isn't a, this is just a comment on the whole yeah. thing, but yeah. Galdi's like delayed when he like say there's a pass and the pass happens, and then you go, oh, Kyle, check that out. It's like it's a it's about delayed two, two seconds, eh? Right? It second is. And a half, it is. It's about three, yeah. about maybe two seconds. Two seconds. So, yeah. So like when when the start goes down live, like on the track. Yeah. It's like I can you can we're here and they go off the line and then two seconds later we're like the gate is down. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's kind of hard to adjust to it, but it's something you learn on TV. There's always just a little bit of delay yeah. from live on the dirt to the thing. Mm-hmm. But even there would have been even more of a delay or off kilter this week, and I had barely a fucking clue that was going on until we said fuck it, let's just watch the last lap and call it from there. Yeah, yeah. 
kind of thing. But uh, it, it was, uh, was it, the past was the past dirty, Galdi? Like was would you like? Okay, I so saw, I saw like the Triple Crown highlight video thingy or Instagram banger, and it it you're right. It it literally brought back flashbacks of the Fossiati Thompson Quebec City, but obviously not quite as yeah quite as dirty, right? Well, I mean, okay, what are we considering dirty nowadays? Well, what I don't is, know. like you know what I mean? Like it's almost like what's what's right and what's wrong. Well, there's this way about it, and there's this rule about it, and oh we you know he did it this way. That was the same thing as the Quebec City, the same thing we've seen Barsha do. He came in, and if you look at at one point, it is a T, yeah. and we call that back in the day a T bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a full T up, and another thing. Now whether that's dirty in the eyes of Thompson or Harrison, he was, Harrison was a little bit more um, upset off camera than he was on yeah. camera for sure. I asked him, I said, what do you think about it? He's like, oh man, that was, I don't know, like that was pretty aggressive and pretty dirty and everything like that. And then I'm like, oh, I asked him on TV. He's like, well, you know, it was a good pass. That's what it was. And I'm like, all right, okay, well, nobody wants to upset the apple cart kind of thing, and which is fine. But Cole's known for that. Yeah. And it is what it is. That's the way racing happens nowadays. And, he he didn't end up winning the race uh, by the by the trackside system, and there was a moment where so we're we're getting in the trailer, and Daryl Daryl Murphy comes into it to talk to Alec Belia, who is the scoring um, yeah. manager, and he's like, "There's a we're gonna dock him," or this, I kind of overheard. We were just about to go back live on TV, so I'm overhearing it, and they they made it sound like they were gonna dock him because I'm I guessing it didn't show on TV, and I didn't even see it. He, well, we knew he went off the track. Like, he crossed the transponder line and got bumped off the track, mm-hmm. right? So he went around the finish line. So he actually doesn't cross the actual tip of the checker flag, but that's not where the finish line is. The yeah. finish line is where the, the line in the ground is. So I guess he went around it and then came back and went over the finish line. I don't know why he did that, but that this is what Daryl was kind of saying. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, when I caught it over, when I caught it coming in, and it was just a... A really strange situation, but obviously nothing happened. Harrison got the win. I, I, I mean, uh, well, Harrison Harrison said in an interview that he he did circle back and cross. Well, because he didn't know exactly where the transponder line is, even though that Kinger and Daryl do tell you that before every event where the exact transponder yes. line is. But yeah, um, he said he circled back because he didn't know what the hell was going on, <laughs> yeah. and he wanted to make sure because they had such a big lead over third um, that he wanted to make sure that regardless if he won or not that he got second at least because he didn't know if he went across the line or not right yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so now back to this this pass i'll throw it right to you new because you saw this on social medias and ken you watch this and you can answer to ken the the move between rosina and amiot is identical the outcome is different yeah because they both go down and a rad gets broken but it is an ext- it's like identical as far as coming down the inside chopping straight to the outside line, teeing up another rider. And on the podium, Rosina felt awful. Yeah. He was disgusted tell, yeah. with himself almost. And the other Thompson, absolutely none of that, right? Like it was, that's the move. I went for the win. Yeah, he didn't actually see that. I didn't really ask anything about that in the in the thing. I, I know what the answers are going to be now when I when I hear Nicole. He, he, he gives me the dirtiest staring right through me like I'm not even there. I might as well be, I might as well be like Casper with a fucking microphone <laughs> <laughs> when he interviews me. But uh, I, so I, I throw it at Ken, I'll go to you. Like, what's the difference other than the outcome? Well, the the Thompson one was at the end of the race, right? It was the last turn. I don't think yes, Amiot... Yeah, the other one was so, maybe 
for four or five laps from the end, maybe. Yeah, and so I guess that's probably the biggest difference between them for me. Uh, if it's the last turn of the last lap, you, I think you go in and you do that. But I think, um, I don't know, I, I've never raced professionally, so I guess I don't know if I have a good opinion on that because uh, I would do it, but that I've never had the chance to do it. So it's easy for me to say, and I've never been on the receiving end of it either. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see anything terrible with it. Um, I would say that the fact that uh, Rosina and Amiot ended so badly probably says that he might have came in a little harder uh, just because, you know, bikes were were broken and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have a real great answer for that. But, uh, Noof, what do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's obviously we're not if, – if the outcome with the Harrison thing would have been similar to the Fossiati deal, which it was kind of a similar situation. And if Harrison got a put, had a got put on the ground and, and Thompson won, we would have been – I we would have been like, well, fuck Cole Thompson. He does strikes again, and of course the outcome was a little bit different, so we just kind of brush it off. But I mean, in pro racing, and Galdi knows this as well as I do. I mean, you you need to know what's going on in behind you, and I I give that to take it over to the Amiot Rosina thing. Like that was dirty, one hundred percent, and Weston owned it. Um, and like Galdi said, he felt terrible, and I I did listen to a bunch of interviews that he did and stuff. But at the same time, Quinn has to know, and I think this is where the experience level comes in a little bit on on the Quinn side of not as much Supercross, not much of as much of Arena Cross um, experience. You know, he left the door wide open. Yeah, um, he does have to know that you know shit like that's going to happen. But then at the same time, I felt like Rosina was far enough back to where Amiot didn't even see it coming. Right. Um, but. You know, it's, uh, yeah, you got to know your surroundings and this and that. It's just ironic to me. And like I said, I'm not here to shit on Cole or anything like that. But like Galdi kind of said where this whole thing led into. Fuck, man. There's always something. Like literally, <laughs> literally, um, it just, it's like the Justin Barker thing. That's not, Justin's not a bad dude. All the racers say, great guy to hang out with, fun off the track. But when the helmet goes on, there's always something, whether it's uh, whether it's these little things or what whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of crazy that Cole comes back and then there's a situation type of thing, right? But common denominator in the same. It sense, seems yeah. that way, and like I said, I'm not. It's just it's not even one bit. Not even one bit. Hell of a great rider, all that good stuff. But yeah. yeah, like literally, there's not a lot of races you can name in the last four, three, four years where you're like. Oh yeah, remember that Thompson incident? Or remember that Thompson incident? Or yeah. you know, it was like that stat. Ken, you probably saw that when they talked about Jason Anderson with his infractions. Yeah, yeah, right. There's been there nine been penalties. Yeah, yeah. There was nine, and then remember it, it was Instagram it was crazy. He's like, yeah, that's all. That's the only one they saw, or the only nine they saw. <laughs> <laughs> so he owned it. But it's just, yeah, it is. It's it's if it wasn't us doing the podcast, or or you know myself, obviously run-ins and 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 saying things for years, being media stuff. Somebody else is going to say it. Like it's 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 part of the stories, and yep. it's pretty wild. And when the sixteen is on the track, something always seems to uh, come happen dramatically or aggressively or whatever it is. But there's always something about it. And one one other thing about that too is I guess something to consider is the the position that it happened is going over that big finish line double. That's kind of a dangerous spot to be kind of slamming into people as they're as they're just about to head up the face of the jump. So 
Oh, well, just go back to the – you might not have seen it, Ken. That Quebec City one with Fasciotti. Yeah, I've seen clips of it, yeah. It was unbelievable, right? And yeah. The difference between this one is that I believe Harrison saw it a, like maybe a millisecond sooner and was able to kind of get on the brakes. Yeah. Because he was exiting the turn like Fasciotti was back then. But Fasciotti, he got fully teed up as he was exiting in second gear. Yeah. Like going going speed and then got well, smoked. Then- and the then Quebec the momentum City carried one was over. tighter. The Quebec City one was a little bit tighter, though, too. I yeah. think right. the jump face was right. closer, obviously, to the to the corner. But it, like you said, Galdi, and I agree, it had all the exact same uh, ingredients yeah. Um, yeah. as what Quebec City had. It just happened to be that Harrison might have saw it coming a little bit and um, and the fact that the jump face is a little bit further. But either way, kind of crazy. But it's crazy that the... the <laughs> track sites <laughs> tied them right that's that oh was that was pretty wild i it was cool that i i feel like it might not have been all a little bit sorted if i wasn't in the trailer i wouldn't have known that a computer the, ba- the back end side of it shows something different right? i didn't even know there's that many more numbers behind a clock so did thompson think that he won like when like you were there so well like, i don't know if he thought he won but his dad sure thought he won okay um it kind of got a bit of a dramatic so we i get done doing the <clears throat> podium interviews and um we get back ready to go in the trailer this is when daryl kind of comes in so he kind of comes in the one door yeah. and and cole's dad kevin is kind of chasing kyle back into the trailer and he's sort of not yelling but talking loudly if you will and aggressively to kyle by saying that you can't go around backwards or you can't cross it off off the line and kyle responds with like that well that's that's daryl and kinger we're, we're about to go on tv yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Daryl's actually in the thing, and he kind of, I think he sees Kevin coming, and he leaves the trailer, because I don't know if he wants to, he kind of maybe feels that something's getting loud. Yeah. And then, as it calms down, Kevin yells to me, Goldie, what's your thoughts? And I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it on TV here. And, well, you always got something to say, say it. Like, let's hear what uh, you got to say. And I'm like, well, <laughs> Trackside says, you know, he wins, so there it is. Oh, yeah, you would say that. And then, oh, out of nowhere, he just says... You got one coming, Gold. You got one coming. And myself and Kyle and Alec in the trailer, Kyle just kind of puts his head down. And Alec looks at me just like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, all right, whatever. And then we just went back. right. We were literally live on TV in like three seconds later. Jesus. And that was what, what do you mean? What does he mean? You got one coming? Like you, you're the one that fucking put the transponder line in the spot? Like I uh, no, I don't I'm even sure know what that means. It probably leans back to our first podcast noof when we buried him uh, about the McNabb thing and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like again, you know, he's an adult, but mom and dad hurt don't hurt my little boy, talk bad yeah. about my little boy type atmosphere. I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. I, I I've never said anything a lie or bullshit. We do our work, we do our jobs. And uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get mine. I don't know if maybe maybe I'm gonna get a fucking deposit into my bank account. Maybe it's a positive. <laughs> thing. I don't get a raise. Maybe yeah. I get a raise. I don't know. But it was an odd moment. I know Kyle felt bad about it. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, he, was, he, he was Sorry. Kevin was heated about it. I'm sure. It's no, no big deal. I, it's, it's all it's all good. I got no I got no beef. I just kind of laughed it off or whatever. But it's it's just one of those things. One of those things. You say things. You do things. People say things. You do things. It's. Fucking part of the deal, boys. Uh, heat of the moment, right? I get yeah. it, but yeah. Well, yeah. let me know what you get. I, what yeah, you get. I'll, I'll see. I'll, I'll check my mailbox. What's that stuff they used to put in your uh, anthrax? Mail? Yeah, I get some anthrax. anthrax <laughs> <in my> mail. <laughs> Amy, can you open this mail for me, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Uh, but good times. And then the the rest of the night was. I mean, I mean, obviously we can talk about some positions stuff like that. Weston was uh, impressive again, and and I, I really got to give. 
some props to Massey Angelo. I'm pretty sure Ken, you were yeah. probably going to put it on his list, but yep, I kind of, sure. I just, I don't know if you saw it, if I commented on his, on his Instagram post, I almost had my, my first pro podium and I wrote on it. And I'm like, quit be, I wanted to say quit being such a pussy, but I said, quit being such a Sally on the insides. I go, yeah. that was yours. Take that podium. You want it? Take it. Yeah. And like, if that was Weston, he would have put you right into the bleachers. Yeah. yeah. And he he said, he answered back. He's like, I know, I know, but Anyway, he was he was good. They had some bike problems in in practice, some electrical yeah. stuff, and they got it fixed. So uh, it was cool to see. It just I like I like seeing the younger kids. And Preston's kind of you know what we kind of alluded to it before. You know where I think there was a bit of a chip against Canada, right? Like uh, you know we we raced in the states, and it's the better yeah. way to go and stuff like that. And not that he's changed his mind or anything like that, but he's coming he kind of forced to race up here. And he just I think that kid puts his head down and he just kind of grinds and. And it looks like it's paying off. He's got some good steam and a good little buzz about him, in my opinion, right now. Uh, I guess the one other name that kind of sticks out on the list is Tyler Gibbs. It seemed like he had lots of speed uh, all day, but not much for results. Uh, did you see anything at the track there, Galdi, about t- Tyler Gibbs? It sounds like he uh, has a few enemies out on the on the track yeah, there. So, yeah. um, again, we got, what, 14 guys, 15 guys. You think it's going to be a pretty quiet evening? Nope. There's drama. So second main event, well, the first main event, Gibbs stuffs Cole Thompson to, yep. to get into, or he doesn't really stuff him, but he kind of rides yeah, him high. That one. Yeah, he kind of rides him high and he makes a pass. And then Thompson takes him out, right? They, they hit and Gibbs goes down. He goes from second back to like seventh. Yeah. He gets whatever it was in that main, fifth or sixth. But yeah, great speed. And we're bringing it up, heading into the 450 man. I think if Gibbs gets a start, we think he could, you know, he could be one of the guys. He could, he could keep uh, pace with Harrison and Thompson. Well, he doesn't get a great start, but he kind of zips his way past. Um, was it no? It was Rosina? Yeah, Rosina and and uh, Harrison, and they go around maybe two laps. Well, coming across the start straight, they go three, three, three. You turn left. Weston kind of comes up to try to stuff Gibbs, and they slow each other down. So Gibbs is going to play defense on Weston coming into the next right hander. Well, I guess he doesn't really know Harrison's there. Harrison just fucking cleans his cloth. <laughs> It was and a then big he brings one, yeah. it. I, I'm like, oh, that was a pretty good pass. I goes, you got to be aggressive there. And then I don't know if you guys listened to his interview. He brought it all the way back to Kamloops, motor yeah. number one. He did. Yeah. Remember yeah, that, Noof? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he brought, he, you know, he's like an elephant. He doesn't forget. And uh, <laughs> he fucking parked him. And then that whole, the whole interview after that was like, man, you know, if you're going to ride that way, you got to expect it's coming. Like, we can ride aggressive, but you you don't need to make it this way. And anyway, Harrison didn't forget it. And uh it bit Gibbs in the ass in that main event. I, I felt like Harrison wanted to say way more, but he was trying to be yeah, as professional yes, yeah, as yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, I listened to a direct interview this week as well. <coughs> same thing. Like you could tell, like he wanted to be like, basically, I fucking owed you one, and you yeah. deserved it, type of thing. Whether yeah. whatever, and you could argue that either way. But and I, I think, just like I, sorry, where, where, I, where I have a hard time with with this and. And like, listen, Tyler's not a young kid anymore. He has experience. You know, I saw his birthday today or yesterday, 21 years old. Like when I go to, I shouldn't say I, but in these situations, if you look at the field and the guys that are there, there's no question that Gibbs has a crazy amount of talent, especially on a super cross track. I mean, he was good there last year, but he was a fucking maniac in a sense. He was cleaning guys out and this and that. Now I look at this. Thompson, Harrison, okay? Those guys are better than, in my opinion, where they're at in their careers. They're better than Tyler. 
they're faster than Tyler and they have more experience than Tyler. There's nothing wrong with that. Tyler will get his day. Mm-hmm. He could have easily, in my opinion, went there and went three, three, three. Yeah. If he was smart. If he was smart, doesn't even have to get a good start. Why are, and I and I obviously respect that he's trying to, you know, get in there with those guys and stuff, but dude, get some results under your belt. Like be smart about it. It's the first round. You know, you're coming off an injury. It's just it it blows my mind that these guys like, you know, you look at it and it's like, fuck, he he just threw away a whole night of racing because of maybe poor decisions in a sense, right? Um and he got put on the ground. And he got hurt. And he didn't even ride the the super final, right? So who yeah. knows? I don't know what his injuries are, but like, fuck me, man! Like, a third's better than a than a fifth, and a third's better than sitting back at the trailer with a sore elbow. Like, just <sighs> take take the position and just try to stay out of trouble. Let the let the two guys in front clean each other out. Maybe you get a win. Who knows, right? But he kind of did the same thing last year in Supercross, where yeah. It was like he's going for the win, and that's all he has on his mind is the win, in my opinion, on an outsider looking in. Yeah, no, that's a great uh, – I love that. That's a perfect statement right there. Did he s- did he sit out the super final because yeah. of injury, or yeah, was it he, was it because – He smashed his elbow. Nothing's busted or wrong. He'll oh. be fine for Sarnia. I guess he's – by the, I'm sure he's going to fly home for, for a bit maybe, but I think he's coming back to Sarnia. So, oh, is he? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he said he's, they're, they're coming back to Sarnia and, and stuff like that. And, and I think that uh, – it won't sound like you got a – Crow in your house. It is out of control. Sorry. Uh, the uh, yeah, he uh, the, the the thing that was kind of cool that was coming out of this weekend is that they're gonna put the majority of these bikes, which is probably almost all of them that were there this weekend, into uh, the Triple Crown rig to oh, drive cool. to Calgary. So we should have the same names at Sarnia and, and and Calgary by the sounds of it right now. Yeah, and I think we'll get a few more West Coast guys for Calgary as well, right? Yeah, local, yeah. Local Calgary guys and and whatnot, some BC guys and, and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, you know, it's you're not getting Dylan Wright and Ryder and Warren and Canella and, and why didn't and, why didn't do you know this Galdi or Ken? If you know or you seen anything, how come Ward didn't ride? I guess I could have asked him, but how come? So he I know the team wasn't into it, but I thought that he might still be. He uh, yeah, well, I guess he didn't want to do it for the team, but and unfortunately, um, his girlfriend, someone passed away in their family, and they had to, he had to fly to Newfoundland this weekend. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, I did because he was supposed to come to my race on Sunday too. Oh, okay, um, and. Um, uh, well, we'll kind of allude to that when we get into some donation sort of just updates. Uh, uh, but yeah, he was going to come to my race on Sunday, but I guess unfortunately uh, someone passed away in, in uh, Montana's family. Oh, okay, shitty. Was he going to race though? I guess or I don't think Supercross. No, I, from what I know, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Um. So then the Super Final, Goldie. Is there anything you want to talk about that? It was pretty. Uh, Pretty straightforward. Um, same guys yeah, that was, took off. It was pretty yeah. uneventful. There wasn't much on it in that one. There, everybody kind of just got into their spots. There was a, a few little actions going in, in in behind there for you know sevens to tens, but uh, we weren't really showing much of that. It was pretty uneventful. Cole got the start and, and just kind of did his thing and pulled away. Harrison and Rosina one two three. So the drama came from the two fifty four fifty main, and then it kind of subsided. It was out, like yeah. uh, it was like a full heart attack there going into it, and they they you know calmed the chest down in the <laughs> final main event, and everybody just kind of chilled out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you probably couldn't see, it, I guess, but Harrison did whole shot full. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't even know. I actually, that's actually true. I didn't know. We don't know who all shot. We just assumed <laughs> what was going on. I could, literally couldn't see it. The last one actually was a little bit better. It was kind of funny. Me and Kyle were laughing about it. 
we have a good atmosphere in the booth there. We try to make it as fun as we can when we really don't have much to talk about because it was yeah. just like, like seriously watching scrambled porn. It was, it was wh- pretty wild. What was the, uh, and this is probably doesn't really have anything to do with it, but what was the amateur turnout like for it? Um, cause they only had selected classes, right? Uh, not, not very good. Not great. Yeah. No, not very good. I mean, there was, no, not very good. The best like race five, of the night actually five was or the, six, the five or six per class. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I watched that bet. I watched the bet. Old Darcy Quinlan there just about <laughs> ended himself. No, and a couple, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. There was a couple funny moments. We were able to call that one, but yeah, not not a great turnout for the amateurs. But it was cool. They had a, the, the the concept, the idea. It's cool. Like it, it's got. I don't. I don't know if it's got potential, but it is pretty cool once you're there and you're watching it. Yeah. Um, like the people in the stands, like, man, that was really neat. You know, that was kind of fun. The lights, like, yeah, it definitely could have been better. It was, um, it was pretty dark, uh, for thing. And I mean, <laughs> we can talk about it now. The super final, Dario Zeka literally oh, yeah. taped, uh, I don't know if it was a flashlight or a BMX helmet light or whatever the hell it was. I'm on the, I'm getting ready to call TV and I'm like, is that a, is that something on our television or is that, is that a light on the bike? And I'm just like, is he riding an enduro model for the main event? I was, I was blown away. <laughs> I, I think was, it was like a, it was one of those like Coleman uh, camping fucking <laughs> headlight thingies. But I, I, I stopped mid moto it on. I heard, I heard you talking about it. Originally, I thought that he had a he- like a real headlight on, and <laughs> I'm surprised now that Daryl and Kinger even let it happen because it was a major distraction from sitting at home on TV. You just saw this fucking headlight going yeah. to the sky. And yeah. 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 It was, um, a Canadian moto. Canadian moto never changed, I guess. I don't know. What's yeah. the ruling on that? Let the blind guy race or give him a light. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and you can, we can touch on that. Originally, I thought it was a sh- uh, kick in the nuts to, to go for dunes and triple crown and everybody. Cause the lighting was not a hundred percent. But then he's not that kind of kid, right? No, I, I not know at all. that. But um, he said in an interview this week that he's literally blind. So that could even be worse than him running a headlight that he can't see when he's out there, oh. regardless if it's light or dark. So yeah, I don't know. Pretty pretty wild on Canadian moto. Yeah, right? what they say. We need it. Catch the we needed the entry. We needed the entry oh. on the line. He's legally blind. <laughs> oh. God love it. God well, love it. Yeah. And on the, the places where you're, where one group of guys is coming down one lane and another group is coming down the other lane, wouldn't that be a distraction if there's it, a guy got a headlight shining in your eyes? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It was probably dark enough that it didn't matter. I guess, I yeah. Maybe he was. Maybe he had a button on it. He could turn the high beams on and off. Yeah. <laughs> Flash people to get by, yeah. If you if you put up your hand, hey, your high beams are on, man. Turn them. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <sighs> good times okay well i think well actually one thing we didn't talk about uh right at the top was just the layout of the track and and i thought the track looked like a really cool supercross track i was actually really impressed with it uh new do you have anything to say on that i guess yeah i thought the track looked awesome i mean you gotta you gotta well galdi knows but ken you gotta remember here that that track literally wasn't I, I don't even think it was finished until the day of the event. They had it kind of partially done. They let some guys ride it, but okay. they built that thing from scratch uh, in a matter of, I don't know, a week, week and a half. I think the Vision Built guys there came up and built it with Justin and Dig and everybody from Gopher. But uh, I thought it was much better than the tracks last year. 
um, just from the flow of it. And it was legit. I mean, it was 49 seconds, I think, was yep. the fastest lap time around there. So, yeah. I mean, it was it was a real Supercross track. Of course, yep. the obstacles weren't as gnarly as the U.S., but um, that part, I mean, fuck, talk about a lot of work for one night of racing, right, to build that. Yeah to build yeah. that thing but uh i give them credit for for doing doing the job that they did on it because uh it, it looked it looked good and i mean even the atmosphere looked good with the grandstands around the outside i mean the whole presence of it looked really really good if you were there you would have been the same that saying again the same thing it was it was good they they like i said the idea and the and the um the concept of it it's it's got some merit man they they did a little extra and they're they're running a pretty skeleton crew as far as the triple crown support helpers and workers right. and stuff go. But man, they they did good. They did a, it was cool. It was cool to have it there. It would be neat if it was you know if we had the opportunity to do more of them or something like that. But yeah, it was. They did a good job. Oh, that's good. Okay, well I think that's enough for the uh, the race itself. Uh, let's move into some uh, motocross and nation stock. Um, Galdi, so is there an update on T Dags? I guess the last time we saw him, he was injured and out of a race so uh you mentioned on the broadcast that he's out in france or italy or who, who knows what he's doing but uh maybe you can just give us a little update on that yeah i actually have a really good update on this one uh so week ago i reached out to him as a buddy he doesn't go he goes is it italy or france where they just went i can't even france it was France. Okay, it was France. Yeah. So I, we see the post that he can't race. And we were all in some group chats, myself and Newf and a few others of us and this and that. And, and um, we see that he doesn't ride. He flies all the way there and he doesn't ride. Yes, the ISDE is unbelievably grueling. So any little bit of injury or whatever doesn't help. So I texted him. I said, look, dude, I'm texting you as a buddy, not some guy trying to tell you what to do or not. But if you're not good, just bow down. Pettis or Ward will fill the spot. They'll do a good job. You know, we're not going there to win the donations. I mean, it, we we know that. We're it would be our best or the glorious finish or the most mind blowing thing could be a five or a six or something like that, right? We're most likely eight to ten if everything falls our falls our way. But the whole idea of this thing, whether you like the runners of it, the CMA or whatever it is, we erase all that. The idea of this race is to send your best guys to give the best effort and showcase that our country has great racers on a stage that is bigger than what we have in our own backyard. So I said to him, I said, just like, don't feel bad if you can't race it. Like, don't like, if your hand is, he's posting pictures, his hand is a fucking balloon. It's broken. He got poor information. Yada, da, 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 da. So he's got three weeks as these texts are coming. He wrote me back. I'm coming home. I'm getting another doctor to look at it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rest it. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm just like, like, why even bother? Like, I, I just, I wanted to be the boss and say, look, dude, I love you. You are Canada through and through, but you're fucking taking a step back and we're going to go over here and we're going to get Pettis or Tanner Ward. And now I can talk about with Tanner Ward, Pettis and Ward, were going to come to my race this weekend and sort of have a little vying for position, if you will. Uh, and then and then Pettis was going to maybe camp out with Ward and they were going to train and sort of put some ideas. And these are the riders talking. This wasn't Carl Bastido. Diggs was involved in it because I think, in my another opinion, I think Diggs is being a bit of a, not a pussy, if you will, but it's his rig. He's got two fucking guys. Make the call. You're the boss, in my opinion, in this, in this scenario. That's what I was saying in this text message. So as of right now, Tyler's still hurt. He's not riding. 
He can't grip a bike. He is home, and we're just kind of waiting right now to see if he's going to be able to fill this spot. But there's no leader saying, you know, it's okay if you don't ride. Or if you can, what else can we do to make this faster? Or kind of thing. I I think it's, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I got mixed feelings. I love Tyler, man. I'm the biggest fan of the guy. And I just, I honestly, I honestly think that he, at this point in time, he should bow down. Pettis just raced on the weekend. I talked to him. He feels good. He's ready to go. The KTM guys would get him a bike and they could get it magically all pulled together easily enough. It's not far away for travel and budget. That's, that's just where I stand. But as far as Tyler goes, He's still hurt right now, and it's he's not riding. And, and if he's going to ride this week, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm going to text him again tomorrow to find yeah. out more information. And I just, I don't know. It's it's a weird position to sit in. I understand, but that's my uh, that's my thoughts on it. When he's been off the bike for what three weeks now, so how's that going to go for? I, I guess like fitness wise, if if you're healthy, it shouldn't be too much of an issue. But I don't know. Even and if he does come if back, he goes if he goes to nations and fucking. Not sucks, but just, I don't know. You know what I mean? Doesn't, like, how does it look? Like, it just well, doesn't. Here's, it, the, here's the deal. And I, and I agree with everything that Galdi said. And, and the whole idea of the race is fucking, we're sending our three best riders. We got Dylan Wright. He's our best rider. We got Ryder McNabb. He's our best rider in 250. Yep. And the original team, we got T-Dags, who's the second best rider. He's a fucking phenomenal team. We're not going there to win. But looking at the teams and looking at what's happening, I literally think we could be fifth, sixth, seventh place, which would be a fucking win. Everybody's going to celebrate that. Yeah. So now we got Tyler, which he would be the, he is the obvious choice. I mean, it's not like he's the choice to go on the team. That's why he's on it, regardless of things that have happened in the past and this and that. Dude, you're hurt, man. Like, if you're not on the bike this week and consistently riding, you're not going to be at your best. Tyler's a guy that needs to ride all the time. He puts the hours in, whether it's fucking on motocross, whether it's trail riding, whatever it is. He's hurt, and there's nothing wrong with that, man. You just had an unbelievable season. We have Pettis, and we got Ward that can fill the shoes, and I still think that we got as good of a shot at getting that result um, as we did with Tyler. That's my honest opinion. What I worry about is that Tyler, he loves this race. He's been to it more than anybody in Canada. Um, he's been on the team, fuck, I don't even know, 10, 11 times, whatever it is. Like, are we going to get there, Galdi? And he's going to go out and free practice and go, oh, man, fucking hand's not good. Like, is that what we're going to deal with? Because if that's the case, I'm sorry, Carl Bastido, you should be fucking fired. Um, if if it gets to that point um like galdi said somebody needs to because if if galdi was the manager or dig was the manager or fucking kevin tyler was the manager whoever it is i think the decision would have already been made um that's my personal opinion maybe you give them another maybe you give them this week right but man it's down to crunch time um these guys need to be riding if they want to be at the best of their best and and i i truly believe that if a decision isn't made um, unless he can like honestly say, yeah, I'm back on the bike. The hand feels great. I'm back doing 30 minute motos. I think you got to clip him. And I know that sucks. I love the guy too. He's a friend. Um, and I'm a fan, but if yeah. he's not riding this by, by this Friday, 30 minute motos, dude, it's you're, you're done. Put Pettis or Ward on the team. And at this point with what's going on and, uh, I would go Pettis would be my next choice. 
He raced raced with Dylan on the weekend in Quebec. So, I mean, he's, is he 100%? Probably not, but I bet he's pretty damn close. Yeah, he said, I talked to him today. I just messaged him to see how he was doing because we were kind of, we had actually a phone conversation last week, kind of off the record, and just talking about some stuff. And yeah. he said he felt he said he felt great this weekend, man. He's like he's like if you would believe it, I hit the fucking gate oh. uh, this weekend. <laughs> I guess it was an air one, which is pretty wild, like an air, like yeah. you know, yeah. like they use an arena cross or whatever. Yeah. Right. And right. yeah, he's like I hit the gate. I came all the way back, got to second. Only Natsuki beat him this weekend. Dylan actually didn't race; he was just there practicing. Oh, I guess okay. yeah. That video was from practice. I because I, I said the same thing. I said, how was your speed with Dylan? And he's like, oh, he actually was just there for practice, but I felt good. The elbow feels good. And so he's he's ready to go, um, yeah. you know, put me in, coach, kind of thing. So, I, again, like with this, with the way, with the way that this this system is, and now we'll, I'll go back to the other side of it, under the CMA and under Carl Bastido as this manager, there is no leader. There is no leader sort of calling shots and making sure yeah. A decision like this is done properly. Like, even Courtney Lloyd would be doing the same thing. Yeah. Right? She did an amazing job. She'd be calling every day, Tyler, are you okay? I know it would be harder for her to do it, right? Because she wants, loves everybody and hugs her the weight of, of the world. But, like, this well, is a decision. Be, yeah, she would be, be thinking about the decision of what's going to happen. And, uh, exactly. And maybe Carl's doing that, but I just don't see it. I, I don't feel it right type of thing. But, like... At the same time, and now we're Canada, and we don't have a big budget to go, and, and I think Carl just pays for this out of his pocket. I don't know, or the CMA, or whoever fucking pays for it. Oh, because Dick, I mean, Diggs, you know, is, Diggs is hitting people up this weekend for uh, sponsorships. Yeah, so you know yeah. how much it costs, right? I mean, you know how much money you raised, and it wasn't even enough to cover everything at the end of the day. But, like, okay, so you want to be loyal to Tyler, and he's Captain Canada, and it's it's all it's all great, but shouldn't we have a backup like in place like hey jess or hey tanner uh hey ktm hey cowie um we need you ready for a game time decision but i don't think that that's happening and you would know that if you talk to those guys on the phone right so yeah um yeah like like let's not shit the fucking bed when the race is realistically eight hours away from home type of thing right like let's try to do this thing man like and if we suck, we suck with the best guys. I don't know that it is what it is, but at least we gave it our all to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. But if he's not riding by the end of the week, man, I'm sorry, but I think yes. you got to clip him. Like, clippy, right, clippy. It's not, it's not <laughs> happening. Well, yeah, all that uncertainty sucks, but I guess the one thing we're not uncertain about is the uh, Canadian Pit Bike of Nations team. So well, for... no, that, that training <laughs> regimen is fucking yeah. on point. So how many miles have you put on the road bike, Goldie? Uh, I actually, <laughs> funny you ask, Kenneth. <laughs> uh, I actually was on a uh, pedal assist trek all weekend long, and I, oh, wow. I nice. got four. I got. A, I don't even know my watch could do this. I was over four hundred percent on Saturday. Wow! Because I had to fucking ride back and forth to the front of the Gopher Dunes into the back track like ten thousand fucking times to use the internet and get Wi-Fi and post things and then do oh, television. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the road you bike. Weren't is, allowed, you weren't allowed to ride your stir on around? Dig put the law on that? You can't oh, ride a bike? Diggs was on fire this weekend, Dave. Oh, yeah. my. Oh, my. But no, I gave my stir on to my staff. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were riding it around kind of thing. But no, uh, as far as the prep goes for that, it's nothing but steak and potatoes and just kicking <laughs> ass as a true Canadian legend. That's all we do. That's good. That'll that'll get it done. <laughs> my, you guys want to hear about my training? It's not going as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, let's hear it. Okay. 
I have severe gout in my ankles. Oh, do you know what gout is? Okay, that's a rich man's disease. Red wine and red meat, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right? A rich man's tomahawk. disease. Yeah, tomahawk. Tomahawk. <laughs> you got a tomahawk for a foot right now. Literally, today is the first day I fucking started walking around, so it hasn't been. Uh, are we serious, Ken? Are you listening to this right now? Okay, clippy, clippy. Yeah. Who we put? Who we put? Let's see in? how it goes by Friday. <laughs> yeah. I'm racing this weekend. I'm back on the bike this okay. weekend. Oh, I'm all good. Shit. I raced last weekend. I'm, you'll have, I'm good. You'll have to get a, a larger size boot. <laughs> yeah, a custom, a custom boot. That's why I was asking if we're wearing boots or not because I need to wear one. The new fox, the new fox guys are going to make up a boot called the goat for new. the goat. Yeah, the goat. Uh, but. Yeah, that's going to be fun, Ken. And I don't know if it's going to be – it was streamed it's TV when we did it in yeah. 18, but it was kind of like – just like a camera sitting there. So I don't know if they'll do it. I think they'll stream it again this year. It was, it well, was, I heard – I think it was on Pulp Show. I heard RV talking about it, and he said, like, it's going to be way more legit this year, and it's part of the whole the whole program. And, yeah, yeah. it's going to be uh, – it's going to be way more legit, so – so shotgunning a beer up on the uh, announcement stage yeah. is going to go over well this year? Might not go over well. Well, don't fucking, I don't care. I'm going to let it out. Yeah, you better be ready, dude. I'm ready. I can't. You're buying I, the booth, so. Yeah. Whatever you buy, I'm drinking. Oh, ammo. Ammo's got it. We're covered. It's <laughs> ammo budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Then Quinn is just pumped. Is he? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, he's pumped. He's. I think he, he's going to, I mean, whatever, me and you are what we are, but. I think he's going to be pretty damn good. Like, I don't know if he'll beat, like, Willie we, Browning, but... We are 100% going to let him down. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 100% we will be letting Quinn down. Yeah, because um, he's going to have the pace for, like, our team to win, but we're yeah. not going to have the pace to beat those... Yeah. Well, speak for yourself, dude. I'm going to fucking send it, buddy, okay? I, I'm coming off a bronze medal. I'm looking at it yep. right now. That thing is staring me in the face, Dan Ryan. You got this. But you let, me ask, let me ask you this, because I didn't pay that much attention to it um, when you guys did it last time, but, like, it was muddy, and it was shitty, and it was crazy, but, like, do you think you would have got that bronze medal if it was dry? Like, like honest question. Like, you uh, think you guys were... To be honest with you, I don't even know anybody else that was out there. I, I don't know where they were. I just concentrated on trying to not crash, so... Yeah. But yeah. there was, like, that track, there's a couple decent-sized doubles that are probably doable if you're not 215 pounds yeah. kind of thing so i don't know yeah it definitely would be, might be a little bit different when it's dry yeah. um but um yeah it was it, i hope it is dry it'd be kind of kind of cool to see because they it'd be probably kind of neat to see how it pans out who's all coming again and all that kind of stuff yeah. and do they run the same format as like the real nations like there's three different classes and yeah well runners, no yeah. so we get a ttr 110 yeah and we get a, a parts budget if you will yeah, like we get. I think we get like a, the guys are giving us a pipe, a shifter, a set of yeah. bars. I sent it in the group there, and uh, we got to put that all on on the Friday. Yeah. And um, but yeah, we we all pick a class. Well, we're not a class, but we all get like one gate drop. Yeah. We'll all get like a practice of like two or three laps each. Yeah. And then uh, we get a gate drop, and you just send it. And, and we all ride it. the same bike. We all ride the same bike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. Um, well, yeah, last... Quinn rides first because we'll have the fucking suspension blown out of the thing. We'll <laughs> let Quinn go first. Yeah, I think I think we got to put Quinn against RV. I think he can. I think he can win. I think Quinn could win. You think so? He could yeah. get a win in that. Class, I think he know? could get a win in RV. If if you can imagine this, RV is the weakest link of yeah. of this team USA. Yeah. Uh, with Willie Browning and freaking uh, Carson Brown. Carson Brown. But yeah, 
Um, whatever won our visa, and I think we put Quinn on that one, and then you just me and Newf, Newf just strap on. We're gonna wear we'll wear boots, knee braces, yeah. and, just and fucking, fucking hockey gear, and just yeah. smash everybody. And and I better get the fireball out then beforehand, so I get wound up. Whiskey makes I, me crazy. I'm just hoping that I'm awake by this fucking gate drop. <laughs> All right, I'm hoping I'm awake. May need to have a a nap at midday because that's qualifying day, man. It's like fuck. I oh, I ordered a speedo. I got a Canadian speedo coming too. Oh, <laughs> nice. Christ. Yeah, and my ass is gonna be as as bright as fucking Dario Zeka's <laughs> light walking through the pits. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Oh, it's right going to be a blast. Going to be a blast. Yep. Uh, I guess the last thing we can maybe talk about a little bit is the uh, U.S. Nationals that were going on the same day as the uh, Canadian Supercross race. So, Noof, did you get a chance to watch? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. That was why my day was kind of fucked up to watch uh, Yeah, me too. Canadian <laughs> Supercross because I had the kids all day. So I sat there for the four and a half. Well, it was a, even a longer show because they gave that extra half hour break in between. Yeah. So. Way to go. Priorities, guys. America over Canadian. Way it, to go. Was, uh, it was a <laughs> yeah. freaking, man, it was a long day. But, uh, dude, it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. And I didn't even mind that the motos were five minutes shorter. I actually enjoyed that part of it. And it might even be something that I know it's not true motocross because of 25 plus two, but it felt like it kept the battles a little bit better, um, even in the 250 side of things. But, oh, man, that last moto, like, I mean, obviously, it, it you kind of felt that, you know, the first moto, obviously, Eli won and, you know, came through the pack and looked like Chase had a really shitty lap, that one lap, and then yeah. kind of tagged back on him. But, fuck me, Chase was going for it in the last moto, and... uh yeah, I felt, felt for him, but you know what? He didn't even seem that bummed. I mean, Eli gave him mad props on the podium. You know, basically said, Chase, you are the next 450 guy, in my opinion. Yeah. So, uh, and Chase seemed pretty happy. I mean, he gave it everything he had. Yeah. Um, there was and nothing maybe, left to give. And maybe a little too much, eh, in a Sakamoto. Yeah, um, but no, I don't think anything was really going to change, right? Like, I mean, no. I know he went down three times, and yeah, Chase was probably going to win the moto, but... Eli was going to, they were so, dude, they, yeah. they beat Christian Craig, who was by third in the first moto by a minute and 17 seconds. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, you it's, know, Anderson, Anderson sprinted out there in the second moto. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe Eli lets, lets Anderson win this thing because Chase already gone down twice or three times or whatever it was. But like, like Eli's cruise speed was faster than what Anderson was. Right. So, I mean, they were going to go one, two, regardless. I'm, uh, I, I'm truly blown away. Like you think, like the generations that have been able to watch. And if you're not that much far or younger than me, maybe we've seen yeah. the greatest racers lay their legs over bikes, and we literally just were able to witness a whole nother fucking level again. Like to to be a a, a Hayden Deegan or a, or a Di Francesco or these Chance Hymas right now, and you're watching that motor, you're like, there's no way that they'd be like, okay, so. At some point in my career, I've got to go this fast if I want to be a champion. And and to me, I'd be just like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, like, whole, like, man, I, this unbelievable. And you're watching, and we're watching it on TV. Like, imagine if we get to see them live. Like, oh, God, it's just so fucking impressive to see those kind of guys ride their bikes. You know, watching ricky at his best jeremy mcgrath at his best james stewart at their like they're just it's mind-blowing and then now all of a sudden it feels like my mind got blown another level to see two guys doing it like it it's just it's just awesome to see man it's just like 
it just raises the, your passion for the sport even more if you're a true fan. And and then I watch the GPs too. Like I'm oh fuck, it just like what it just is so fucking cool. It's just so fucking cool. Yeah, well that GP uh, two fifty class was as exciting. Uh, yeah, if not even more than the than the four fifty side of things in the U.S. Like like Gertz, Gertz loses it because of a uh, a foot peg is three inches long. Right, if his foot peg doesn't catch that tire, Gertz wins that second moto. Yeah, and, and I'm I, I watched it today, and I'm just like, oh my god, are we kidding? I was kind of sort of voting for Gertz. I don't know why. I don't really have a yeah, I was too, the name yeah. of the game, but ah, oh, god, and that track was garbage. Right, yeah. it's just like just no lines, and they're pushing the limits. You see those outsides? It's like a fucking, it's like the the wall turn at Daytona. It's just <laughs> concrete going like. You know, oh, just oh, man, what a, what a great! I mean, last year we thought racing around the globe was amazing, and then this year it seems like we just got another another dose of it. I can, I, you just hope it just keeps going this way. Like it's just yeah. amazing. It seems yeah, like there, there's a lot of the, just whatever both sides are doing in the in Europe and in the United States. They're just they're making so many really good motocross and supercross riders that it gets better every year. It seems like I've noticed, like, and you guys can say give your opinion on this but like the if you go back to even you know the james stewart area era and the carmichael and, and these guys the, the technique of riding the motorcycle is so much different now with the feet on the pegs and how they yeah. stand into the rut so long and like it's it's they just look they look different and it's the same in europe as well like yeah. it's just crazy to me that and i've only noticed it really in the last you know three four years but like their whole technique and everything is just so much different to go fast nowadays it's almost like they're it's like a road racing adaptation into motocross now a little bit the way that they're carrying speed feet on the pegs like they're just rolling through turns so uh it's just it's so cool to see like especially the way eli man handles it around and then he watched chase and he's just so perfect yeah and then you see a guy like uh geyser you know his body's just all over the bike like there's so many different levels of uh of the technique now too it seems like the expansion of the technique is just crazy and you know we're so spoiled now whether it's youtube or instagrams you can watch it like you don't have to almost go out into the field or uh you know fucking um uh, fucking Nova Scotia, fucking farmland or whatever new for yeah. me yeah. at Innisfil to. Oh, okay, I'm gonna try. It. I saw I saw Carl Valancourt do this on the weekend, and I'm gonna go try this or Ross Peterson or whatever. Like you just watch it now, and people are learning it so quick. Like it's gonna be pretty exciting when we're all you know yeah. sixty watching twenty years from now the generation of it. Like what's gonna happen? How these kids are gonna ride and just they can learn and adapt so much quicker nowadays. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, remarkable to say the least. Okay, well, maybe we'll uh, pack it in there. I think we covered pretty much everything we need to and got everything out. Uh, so I guess next time we'll probably talk will be after Motocross and Nations, which is on uh, September 25th. And then the week after that will be the uh, Sarnia. What is that, an arena cross, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in the side of the Sting, or Sarnia Sting, which is an OHL team. Okay, yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Um, it actually ends up usually being a, a – you raced that one, right, Newt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. was shit, though. Dirt, yeah, the dirt really? was all garbage, but but the Spring fucking uh, the the building was full. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Like there's yeah, yeah awesome. so that part was yeah. pretty cool. So hopefully it's that same way again. I, but um, yeah. But wait, isn't, isn't Sarnia isn't Sarnia before Motocross the Nations? Isn't it? No, it's the weekend after. Oh, it is. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm bummed because I was thinking of going to uh, Southwick for oh, Keith Johnson's for that, vet yeah. thing. 
I saw that oh, and Carl yeah. Valcourt's going. I'm like, fuck, I'll just drive down there and go to Southwick. Yeah. So would have been would have been kind of fun. Get some more world vet prep. Oh, you're going to world vets now, Niv? Oh, we'll see how it time. Oh, you were just talking I mean, shit. Well, no, I'd like to, but we'll see how it works out. Fucking gout boy. <laughs> lay off yeah, my gut. My lay gut off the, Lay off the red wine and stop spending cash. Quit being a rich guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good times, boys. But yeah, MXL wins coming up next. I'm going to hit the gym right now, which means I'm going to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich for a bit <laughs> before the cops come. Yeah, cops. Yeah, I, I did hear a heavy knock on my door during this. <laughs> they're being res- they're being respectful, though. I said I'm on the yeah. Canadian Unfiltered podcast here. Well, yeah, they know better. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I guess thanks for everybody uh, who listened all year and continue to listen. That's awesome. We love doing this. Uh, thanks to uh, Newf and Galdi for coming and sharing all your thoughts. Uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys, like I said, after Motocross the Nations, and uh, we'll see you then. Sounds good, good boys. Cheers, fellas. Bye. Fucking gout, boy. <laughs>